I've been playing with cards since I was actually a kid. Been learning this for a really long time. You know, learning how to become a magician, uh, I have developed a skepticism. And um, that's really where my story starts. Having become a magician, you understand that there's some kind of scheme or something going on behind the scenes that's, that's ultimately fake or false. The idea of a god seems really silly. That's like the Wizard of Oz. It's like the, the wizard behind the curtain making things happen. However, one day in college, I got asked to go to a church, um, check it out, and so I did. Something happened to me that morning that I couldn't quite fit into my worldview. There was a way, there was a, there was a version of the story that was shared. I began to ask myself the God question, like, man, maybe there's something more to this. You know, if I was going to believe in this God, if I was gonna believe in the Bible, if I was gonna acknowledge you know, who ultimately the Bible points to, which who's Jesus. If I was going to acknowledge all those things, I asked, I asked God, I said, man, I said, God, I need you to make this real to me. I need you to make this so real to me. I need you to take me back behind the curtain. Sometimes when you, sometimes when you pray prayers, man, you're not fully, ex you don't want them to be answered. <laughs> um, mine was getting ready to be answered. Here I was, I'm 29 years old. Um, I've been married for five years. I've got a three-year-old girl and a two-year-old boy. And this really intense pain started happening in my leg. And I was popping 10 Advil at a time, trying to make it go away. We decided that it'd probably be best if I went to the ER. They began to run a bunch of tests on me. The doctor walked in. Your white blood cell count's a little bit high. We're gonna do some more tests, we're gonna check it out. Another doctor walked in, and on his name badge it said Texas Oncology, a cancer doctor. And he says, Mr. Monroe, you have leukemia. We gotta do something about this right now. This doctor basically told me in two months, you're gonna die if we don't do anything. They get me down to MD Anderson Cancer Center and they begin to run this just battery of tests on me. CAT scans, catheter into my chest, sticking huge needles into my spine. It's a complete whirlwind. The first doctor on call who's gonna oversee all of my treatment comes in. He looks at me and he says, he says, Mr. Monroe, I've got some bad news for you. <laughs> and at that point I'm going, you mean like worse than cancer bad news? He says, the kind, of, uh, the kind of leukemia that you have is actually more rare than we initially thought. Even if we fight your cancer um, and get you into remission, this thing's gonna come back. And we could get you into remission again, and then it's gonna come back. No matter how hard we hit it, it's gonna keep coming back. But there is something there is something that we want to do. There's something that we can assist in and seeing you completely made well, healed. And I said, okay, let me, let me, let me hear it. We want to do a procedure called a bone marrow transplant. What we want to do is we want to get you into remission by treating you with chemotherapy, but then we want to find somebody somewhere in the world whose DNA matches yours so succinctly 
that literally we're going to take their immune system out of their body and put it into yours. We're going to hope that your body recognizes it enough as its own and essentially will, it'll begin to grow new white blood cells from an entirely new person. <laughs> that is, that's like real magic. So they went and they tested my biological sister. And my own biological sister wasn't a close enough match, which was a huge blow to the situation. So then they went into this database that the National Bone Marrow Donor Program keeps. And they came back to me and they said, Mr. Monroe, out of a 7 million person database, you've got 16 possible matches. Out of those 16 possible matches, we found one perfect match. It's a 19-year-old female. We found one perfect match. And we were elated, and we were so excited that there was somebody out there who was not only a match, but after being contacted, was willing to give their blood and to be brave enough to give me um, what I needed to live. So they began the process and, and they began the chemotherapy. And um, those first 10 days were just, I mean, they literally destroyed me. You know, as we're going through this process, they would use terminology like, literally, you're gonna be born anew. When we get you to transplant and we put this new blood inside of you, you're gonna be given a new, um, you're gonna be given a new birthday. You're gonna be like a baby inside the womb all over again. And I'd heard that terminology before in scripture. So I was thinking, man, this is kind of weird. I'm, I'm literally dying to death. And then they brought that bag of blood into the room. The whole time, this whole process was waiting to get that new blood on the inside of me. And they stick it in my IV and the new blood begins to run into my body. The doctors and nurses, everybody involved are hoping that my body will accept this new blood. And it did. My body accepted this new blood and it slowly began to build a new immune system. And, and I'm completely cancer-free today. 100% cancer-free. It's no longer I who lives, but someone else who lives inside of me. When they look at my, when they look at my blood now, they investigate it, they don't see, um, they don't see a 30-year-old male. They see a 19-year-old female literally got XX chromosome living on the inside of me. A substitution of blood on my behalf so that I could live again and so that the deception of my body would die. That to me is very difficult to ignore. Asking God to reveal himself to me, that's very difficult to ignore. I believe that all of us have a spiritual cancer that's eating us away on the inside and we really take a look at it and we are dying and we're begging for somebody to intervene and to step in on our behalf. 
There's not a question in my mind that the only answer for the human condition is that of Jesus. My life with Jesus has completely changed as a result of my darkest hour. And um, I'm actually thankful for the process I've had to go through. As a skeptic and a magician, I fully believe, I fully believe in not only who God is, but what he did for me. There's no question in my mind.